I want to give a shout out to Adam's hometown of Scarborough yeah. because it was just announced on the new IKEA is opening up there next summer at oh. Scarborough Town Center. Scarborough, the part of Toronto that Toronto forgot. Uh, it's nice that we're getting a subway finally. I yeah. love that. They and I don't mean that. The, the I don't subway, mean the restaurant. The subway is going to stop right <laughs> near the uh, IKEA location, Look which is that. great. Yeah, fantastic. fantastic. Listen, we need to love Scarborough a little bit more. Yeah. So uh, a little shout out to Scarborough this morning. Jack, what's up with you? Well, I want to say hello to all the new friends I made down at Bay in Front yesterday. Uh, we went and shot a video, and we surprised a bunch of random people with straight up cash. Uh, and I didn't realize that cash in the middle of a uh, you know dark couple of years for somebody huge. So we mm. uh, we had a lot of very excited when's the video? People. Video's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah producer Julia, what's going on? Uh, Daniel Kaluuya will be in the next Spider-Man, which means there's two of my crushes in Spider-Man, which means now I need to see it. Tom Holland and Daniel Kaluuya. You're into a short king, huh? Is he short? Oh, yeah. Oh, Tom Holland. With a face like that, you can't deny. Okay, damn. Would love to know what a face like that is like. (laughs) (laughs) This is Virgin Mornings with Adam Wilde, TJ, and Jax. On 99.9 Virgin Radio. Oh, what? You're tired? You big baby, said science. <laughs> Can't believe you. Listen, the, the time changes mess with everybody. And the fallback one, which is, you know, fall back, uh, you're, you're supposed to gain an hour and feel better. Yeah. Right? But it does kind of mess with your body clock. They've, oh, there's tons of research out there that says it's terrible for us and we shouldn't be doing it. And we're real close to not having it done. We just need the Americans to pass their law and then we are ready to go and never have this again which is amazing. But in the meantime, you should know that, according to science, you ought to feel adjusted to daylight savings shift by 7 p.m. tonight. They asked 2,000 people. Just 2,000. <laughs> okay. I love when they when we do studies that they're like, they talk to seven people. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. This is what we're going people. with. Yeah. 2,000 people were asked how long it takes to adjust to shifting the clocks, and the average number was 66 hours. That's two days plus 18 hours, that means the average person should be back to normal tonight uh, at 7 o'clock. If you are still struggling tomorrow morning, you're weak. Oh, no, wait, that would be last night at 7. Is it? Yeah, 66 hours, right? Oh, so if you're struggling this morning, you're weak. Yeah. Whoa. So you better have woken up feeling good, otherwise we're going to viciously make fun of you. Yeah, damn. Anybody who wakes up, uh, anybody who's listening right now is an early riser, and I don't know about you. But this is may not be a popular opinion. I don't mind when the clocks go back because I feel less guilty for going to sleep early, and I find it easier to go to sleep earlier because it's already dark out. Yeah. So it's good for if you have to wake up really early. However, my internal body clock's been messed up since we started the show, so I don't yeah. really know what I yeah. what I believe in. Anybody anymore. in their car this early knows yeah. what it's like. Yeah, you know what's up to be up this early. Yeah. Do you ever go to a party with people who get up early or shift workers mm-hmm. or like just people who have different sleep schedules? And you just commiserate. Yeah, yeah you just yeah, stand yeah. in the corner and talk about your alarm yeah. and yeah. like how you go to bed at night. Yeah. Yes. Super exciting. I find nurses, uh, yes. police officers, yes. people who do fire protection, uh, ambulance workers, they, they, they seem to be the ones who are like, listen, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who's <sighs> who's on the force who like, I, what do they do? They do five days of day shift or, or seven days of day shift and then a couple days off and then it's like five days of night and then it's like yeah. four or yeah, five yeah. days of overnight. And you're just, and that's their cycle mm-hmm. every oh. month. Mm-hmm. All See, the I have time. a buddy that works for York Region, and he says they do like four days at a time, and it'll yeah. be two days, two nights. So they have to like adjust mid shift. Whoa. Or adjust mid, yeah, yeah, mid yeah. work week. That can't be good for you. Oh. 
especially nurses doing the twelves. Like oh, they yeah. do the twelves. I remember my mom like, and now that I think about it as an adult, I'm like, how did you do this? Especially if you're a nurse that has kids, right? Because you're like, all right, I've slept three hours. I'm gonna go save the world. I have no idea how you do it, and you so still do your, your job. Your mom would work like an overnight, and then come home and have to like take you guys to school. So my mom would work seven to seven, seven p.m. to seven a.m. and then she'd come home Oof. and she'd get us ready for school, um, and off to school, walk us to school, and then she would go nap. Uh, but we we didn't have a lunch program, so she'd have to have lunch. She'd have a quick nap and then have lunch uh, for us ready and then go back home, go back to sleep for a little bit. Uh, or, you know, so wait, go you back couldn't up. stay at the school for lunch? No, we didn't have a lunch program. What? Yeah. Are wait, you what? serious? Yeah, what do you yeah. mean you didn't have a lunch? I've never heard of that. We didn't have a lunch program at like elementary and junior high, so we come home for lunch. Yeah, so. Who doesn't have a lunch program? I don't, I don't know. Like, we brought our own lunches, yeah, but no, like, the teachers looked after us. You didn't You didn't eat at school, so. That what? sounds super Nova Scotia. Yeah, so we would go home for lunch, so mom would have lunch ready for us, or sometimes she'd have, like, I'd go to my best friend Emma's house, they'd swap, because they were both shift workers, uh, and then mom would nap in the afternoon. And then wake up for when, like three o'clock when we're home from school. No so she'd have com- like nurses have completely like they're just used to broken sleep for sure. Yeah, and then they're still badass in the hospital. So I love it. Damn, yeah. damn, Jax, yeah. your mother, what a powerhouse! I know. I know. Shout out to nurses. This is Virgin Mornings with Adam Wilde, TJ, and Jax on ninety nine nine Virgin Radio. Drake and Twenty One Savage are being sued by Vogue magazine. Condé Nast, who is the, uh, the, the the publisher, they do a bunch of different magazines. Yeah, they do like the New Yorker. They do a ton of big ones. I think ones. they do Architectural Digest. Yes, they do. Yeah. Like that, oh. Too. Yeah, so they're they're like the high-end, ridiculous. I have a subscription to Architectural Digest. Don't yeah. you dare make fun of me. Oh, things that are shocking to hear. <laughs> I don't know. I just like looking at people's homes. Yeah. Um, I like looking in people's homes. Well, that's what you do with Architectural Digest, only it's legal. So, uh, anyway, long story short, <laughs> Drake and 21 Savage basically used a fake Vogue magazine cover yeah. with them on it and then, like, distributed it and and said that they had a huge amount of support from Anna Wintour uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when they didn't. And so Vogue is suing them for $4 million, uh, and they said, we want triple, or, or sorry, triple the profits from their album. I'm sorry, what? That's what they're going after. So it's a Whoa. it's a really uh, honestly, I just I looked at this and and it's difficult because you then have to go and prove that this caused your brand damage, right? You have to like this is the, this is the problem. And Vogue is like a pretty seriously strong brand. Yeah. yeah. That's why Drake and 21 Savage used it. And so it's a little bit odd that they went right to taking this to court yeah. and suing them right away. I'm surprised they didn't just reach out to their people and be like, hey, can you knock it off? Maybe they did. And they yeah. said, nah, we won't. Yeah. But I, I just, I look at this and I'm like, you guys could have let this go. I can see where they're coming from when they don't want people to willy-nilly use their brand. Maybe if you were a small rapper or, you know, a, a different musician. It's about these precedent, gu- maybe? Yeah. Well, these guys collectively have 140 million followers on Instagram. Like, it's not a bad look for your brand to be on their Instagrams either. Right. I feel like it's You like want to control your brand, you, I'm assuming. You do. But- you do. But it's not like just no-name rappers or no-name musicians are using it. Like, I, when I saw, and that's the thing about this, this press tour when they did um, the Tiny Desk series, Howard Stern, and then also Vogue. I wasn't surprised to see them on the cover of Vogue. Like, it kind of made sense. It was kind of, like, weird. But it was like, okay, yeah, they're going this direction. I was, I believed it. So it's not unbelievable. I feel like they're big enough, too, that they have lawyers to say, like, 
hey, if you guys do this, you're probably going to get sued. Yeah. And then they go, ah, oh, we don't care. How much, is that, how much will that cost us? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I, I can't imagine budget. they woke up and they were shocked at the news. Yeah. Like, this is probably all mm-hmm. part of their plan. What that plan is and what the end game yeah. is, I don't know. But it's probably some part of some plan. Here's the unsolicited, unpaid, poor advice that I can offer. Okay. Let it go. Yeah. Next week, go. nobody's going to remember this. Yeah. Why are we suing? Anna's mad. (laughs) She's going to put her black sunglasses on. (laughs) This is Virgin Mornings with Adam Wilde, TJ, and Jax. On 99.9 Virgin Radio. Millie Bobby Brown wants to play Britney Spears, and Britney Spears has a problem with it. Now, I want to explain what's going on here, because Millie Bobby Brown was on the Drew Barrymore show, and she said, I want to play a real person. Like, Drew asked her, like, you know, what do you want to do? Your dream What's your role. next thing? Yeah. You know, you've been doing a, a, the Enola Holmes series on Netflix, Stranger Things, a whole bunch of other things. said, I want to play a real person, and I think for me, it would be Britney Spears. I think her story, first of all, resonates with me just growing up in the public eye, watching her videos, watching interviews of how when she was younger. I mean, uh, you know, same thing with you, and she pointed to Drew Barrymore, who's been famous since she was like eight. Mm-hmm. And she said, I don't know her but I look at pictures of her and I feel like I could tell her story in the right way and her story only. Yeah. You can totally see that. That actually seems like a really great fit. And like she even has like, it's not as super important, but it is somewhat important that she kind of could look like Britney Spears. Right. Right. Helps with the immersion of the film. Yeah. Now Britney's reaction to this is interesting uh, because she said, good news, good news, still breathing. It's funny. The same two people who gave me life are the exact same two who took it away. She's talking about her parents. Yes, yeah. But guess what? I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. Um, she said, uh, She said, uh, I hear people want to do movies about my life. Dude, I'm not dead. Although it's pretty effing clear they preferred me dead. So I don't, I don't think Britney understood that Millie Bobby Brown is paying her a compliment. Yes, yeah. And saying, hey, this is a really strong story, what you've been through. But I'm not also totally surprised. If you look at... The way Britney Spears' Instagram has gone yeah. lately, um, it's not entirely surprising that it's sort of gone this way. I think you don't have to be dead to have a biopic made no, of you. No, you don't. First off, uh, so that's a pretty big assumption on Britney's part. And I think the second thing is clearly Britney's not ready to have her story told. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that would be that's that was Millie Bobby Brown's thing. She's like, yeah. it would have to be the story that she yeah. wants told. Yeah. And I I I get where Britney is coming from. Um, like she's scared and she's probably still really protective and really on the defense. Like, I mean, all the conservatorship was only, you know, a year ago. All of this yeah. was happening only two years ago. She was, wasn't was free at all in any capacity just three years ago. So I can see where she's coming from. But I think, you know, that people expected all of a sudden when she's out of the conservatorship for her to be OK. And I think that that's not a healthy expectation. Right. Yeah. Jax touches on a couple of interesting points there, too. And I think the big one is that I think Britney is conditioned to almost get defensive. Yeah. Sure. Right? Because that's what she's had to live for the last Scared. Oh, what, decade and a yeah. bit. Like, so the idea, I, I think her going to that place immediately is not surprising. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to see it happen because I, I think this movie would be so good. It would be very good. Mm-hmm. And Especially uh, if, if Britney tells it the way that she should tell yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but I think you're right, Jax, when you say... We all expect her to yeah. just be okay after yeah. what she went through. And how yeah. can she be? How know? can she be okay? She's not going to be okay for no. a long, long time. Yeah. So well, give her her time. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, it would be really great to pencil in Millie Bobby Brown yeah. for that. Virgin Mornings. With What's Trending. And this is What's Trending right now. Catch The Mass Singer tonight at 8 on CTV. CTV. 
ctv.ca and the CTV app. This is a hilarious story that was around last night. Justin Bieber is apparently, quote, scared to death of Judge Judith Scheinland. Oh, no. From Judge Judy on television. Uh, Once upon a time, Justin Bieber and Judge Judy were neighbors. Uh, And to this day, uh, Judge Judy, who just turned 80 in October and looks incredible, uh, (laughs) apparently strikes the fear of God into his heart. I would be scared. I'd be scared and intrigued by her. That's yeah, how I always yeah. thought. My parents yeah. made us watch a lot of the Judge yeah. Judy growing up, and yeah. then I think used her, her tactics on us. Yeah. Anyway, I've had this weird crush on Judge Judy for years. But she said, he's scared to death of me. There was a period of time before he grew up when he was foolish and doing foolish things. I must have said something about it. And then I understood that he was paying the front door people to let them know when I was there, coming and going, so he wouldn't have to bump into me. <laughs> I wish I could pay someone to let me know when I can bump into Judge Judy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> TJ, the one person TJ wants to see yeah. is Judge Judy. That's right. Dua Lipa, Judge Judy. Yeah. That's, that's my list. There you go. Uh, Bruno Mars is doing a residency in Vegas. Cool. Awesome. Doesn't sound like it's going to be one of those long-term ones, though. He announced that he was going to be doing some shows at the end of December, and then he just announced that he's doing some more in January 7th and February, with his final night being... On Valentine's Why Day. Why are you two looking at me? Because you love Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno and Mars once is the said, best. And I quote: "Bruno Mars is the greatest artist of our generation." He is. which is objectively he wrong. Is he's incredible. Yes, Bruno he's have very to talented. See Bruno live. He's amazing. Bruno changed the music landscape. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Walked out of heaven. Great song. <laughs> Airbnb is finally going to show you the actual price of your stay, rather than you just finding out later. Also, you won't have to do laundry anymore. I don't think this is a huge problem in Canada, but in certain countries, they don't have a law that shows uh, price display requirements. So mm-hmm. there are sometimes where you'll book a hotel room in whatever country you're visiting, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like double the price. Uh, so they're now showing you a full breakdown, yeah. including their fees, discounts, and taxes. Also, guests will no longer be subjected to undue cleaning requirements. I guess they saw the mean tweets and the memes about yeah. it. Yeah, so the way that it was working is that they just gave you a lump sum. It was like, hey, this is for your stay, and these are other charges. So now it's going to break down the HST, the cleaning services, like the um, uh, extra accommodation fees, like those sort of things. So it's going to actually tell you every cent of where your money's going. I hope Airbnb sorted out, because when they first came out, it was like, oh, sweet, this is cleaner than a hotel, or better than a hotel. Now it's expensive. Now it's super expensive. expensive. It is. Absolutely. Trim the candle wicks and also, stuff. Also, like, uh, honestly, I do like Airbnb, but I used it to travel parts of Europe when it was cheap. Yeah, right? yeah. I, that's yeah. why I used Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I didn't use it so, like, there are places in, like, Collingwood you can rent, and they're, like, $10,000 yeah, a night. Wild. And you're it's like, man, wild. I'd rather yeah. go to a hotel and be pampered. At yeah. least they're going to make my bed for me. Exactly. Anyway. That's what's trending on TJ. This is Virgin Mornings with Adam Wilde, TJ, and Jax. On 99.9 Virgin Radio. I'm not sure if you have this with your pets. I remember taking my uh, dog, Bindi, who is a white, they call them pot cakes, but she's like an island dog, right? She's one of the rescues from, uh, she specifically is from the Dominican. Uh, but, you know, they, they kind of, you know, all interbreed and they become you know, these spotted brown and white dogs that have long legs and yeah, yeah, yeah. are super thin. Sleek. Sleek, <laughs> yeah. Sleek. yeah. Look yeah, fast yeah. and yeah, speedy. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so that that's the dog I have. And I, I, I took it to the vet once and I said, listen, I can't get this dog to stop jumping up on things. And the vet's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, and so I, I went through a whole list of things. <laughs> and the vet's like, well, your dog is a percher. I said, what is, the, what is a percher? And she's like, likes to find a perch. And in, in, in the dog kingdom, the dog that sleeps the highest 
is the oh. dog that's highest up on the totem pole. Whoa, okay. So like wolves, the, the lead wolf sleeps on the highest part and then the rest of the wolves sleep on lower so parts. Bindi has a god complex? I think yeah. she might. Okay. And uh, so yesterday, uh, I, I put this up on my Instagram. You can see it, at Adam Wild. Follow my journey. I'm taking <laughs> a page out of TJ's book. Um, <laughs> of, we have a uh, like a poof ottoman. You know, it's like it's like it's like a poofy white yeah. o- ottoman thing. Yeah. It, it's not mine. It's Natalie's. Yeah, but, I was gonna guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, There's no way you bought an ottoman. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't bring that to the marriage. But, nice and um, soft. Okay. But anyway, Bindi has decided that it's a really great spot to sit in the sun. So she has found her way up onto this poof ottoman that looks like a a shaggy white baseball. That's what it really. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah, that's yeah, what it looks yeah. like. And uh, and Natalie's like, wow, I can't believe she's up there because she doesn't go up on the furniture. Anymore because I've really tried to train that out of the dogs. Bindi! I, do, I yeah. do not like dogs on the furniture ever. And uh, anyway, she's like, "Well, she's like, is that the first time she's done that?" And I said, "No, actually, this dog has done it." And I named off all the places. Yeah. And the most incredible place I have found my dog is on top of my convertible, <laughs> which so, I'm sure you were thrilled about. Oh, yeah, 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 baby, yeah. I was not happy. So I used to have this apartment where I had parking. It was like I was. I lived above. An empty shop on Queen Street mm-hmm. after the the divorce, right? And then oh, I had yeah. this I had this great backyard, and Jax and TJ used to come over all the time, like summer 2020, when we couldn't do anything, yeah. And we would just have barbecues uh, every other weekend, and so you could park your car back there, and I would cover my car uh, with like a car, you know, the car covers or whatever that you see, because if it's raining, you don't want to, you know, you want the car to get dirty. Yeah. And one day I looked out my window to see Bindi. <laughs> Literally curled up and sleeping on top of it. She didn't realize God. that it was like she doesn't think it's a car. Yeah. She's like, this is a thing that I can climb up. So she used, yeah. she jumped up on the hood and climbed all the way up. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, yeah. is there damage? No damage. Nothing. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and the, after that, I actually had to take Everly's baby gates and baby gate around oh my the God. base of yeah. the car <laughs> to prevent Bindi from coming up. So I had to baby gate my car outside. Lock her up. Yes. I've found Reggie on top of my dining room table because he likes to get closer to the sun. Now, keep in mind, he's not very big. He's nice. So, How do you get up on a ni- dining he, room table? Uh, he got up on the chair. Um, this is when he wasn't as old because now he can't even get up the stairs. Mm. Uh, but he got on the chair and then on top of the dining room table so he could, you know, bask in the sunshine. Well, yeah. there you go. Now, you've got you, you've got the stepdog. Yeah. I have a stepdog. Yeah. Do so, you find her in weird places? Uh, she's actually pretty good. She's more of a judger. Okay. Like yeah. uh, we have a a couch like on our, our patio, mm-hmm. and she will sit out there and look at all the dogs in the park and stare at them. But there is one time we have much like you have the ottoman. I have this little sack that we rest our feet on sometimes. And yeah. one time I came to the apartment and Charlie was sitting on the sack looking at me like she wasn't sitting on the sack. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, they I'm always look here. at you like this is normal. Yeah. And you're like yeah, this is not normal. How'd you get up there? <laughs> I Isn't that high though. I would say it's probably about a foot off the ground. I wanted to throw this out there to you at 416-872-9999, triple nine, double nine to text, of course, as always. Now, this seems rather rudimentary, but if you're a pet owner, you're going to know what I'm talking about. I want to know about the weirdest place you find your pet. Whether it's regular or it's one time, I want to know. You found them one place, and it was very strange, and you haven't really quite got over it. Sorry, some texts coming in. Uh, they want you to buy Bindi a cat treat. Yeah, she's 30 pounds. But I, you don't can think, get like I don't a, think she's going to get... No, no I'm not. Brother. That's no, like a cat gymnasium. Yeah, I'm not know, getting you, that. You need that one of those mega ones. Yeah. You know, like those cat people yeah. have like no, full rooms here, guys, for their yeah, cats? Here's, yeah, here's what I'm, tra- yeah. I'm trying to tell you. No. I'm trying to tell you that I'm not I'm not encouraging this no. behavior. Why would I go buy that? Get a cat treat. 
Do it. Get I'll buy it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. Uh, TJ, what do we got? We got some great ones coming in. This one's from Jen in the 705. I used to work at a kennel, and several times we found a dog on top of the dog runs. Uh, uh, dog runs are like those like fenced-in kind of, like, they're, they're really long. Picture a kennel, but way longer so they can okay. run in it. So they were on top of it. They said we had to add new fencing on top of a few of the runs that contain the fence jumpers and perchers. <laughs> Some dogs, my buddy Steve's got a, or had a, had a neighbor whose dog, you just sent me a video and you just see the head come up yeah, above yeah, the fence, yeah, yeah, above yeah, the yeah. fence. Yeah. And this dog was so strong and so excited to see Steve's dog yeah. that it busted a hole through that lattice work at yeah. the top of the fence. Yeah. And it would just jump over oh whenever God. they let Iggy out, oh which my I thought God. was very funny. So wild. <laughs> Tiffany in the 289 says, my Bengal cat likes to perch on top of my bedroom door. Beautiful. How do they get up there? Very carefully. Mm-hmm. Okay, and also for all the for all of you out there with cats who are like, my cat wouldn't do that. Amen. My cat is the laziest cat. I now have a cat. Oh yeah, that's right. I always it's, forget it's about Natalie's Teddy. cat. Yeah, what kind of cat is he again? He's a very white and floofy cat. I'm oh, not yeah. really sure. What... Ragdoll. Ragdoll. I think he's ra- he's yeah. the most gorgeous cat I've ever seen. Yeah, lazy too. Yeah. Uh, Leslie in the two eight nine texted in about her dog Chelsea. Uh, she says I once found Chelsea sleeping on the kitchen table. She's a one hundred pound <gasps> German Shepherd. Chelsea, you're picking dog hair off yeah. your table for months. That's why. That's why I don't like dogs on the furniture. I can't stand the hair. I wouldn't want somebody to come over to my house and get hair on themselves. Yeah, it's because gross. of that. Yeah. So that's what I, mean, I don't know. Charlie sheds really so animal. much. Like when when she's over, we're constantly picking hair out of really? our food. And oh we yeah, to just live with it. Yeah. That's just our life. It's dusty. Uh, Courtney says, my dog is a husky wolf mix, and I randomly find her on the swing my landlord has in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, just think about life. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, All right. Swing. All right. Get up on that swing. I respect it. Last text here from the 289. My puppy Cruz is a husky chow that likes to find himself sitting and suntanning on top of the hot tub. This dog is 70 pounds, oh, and he does not belong up there. Big boy. Oh. <laughs> those, Yeah, those hot tub covers, as much as they seem steady... Uh, not for that much. Not for 70 yeah. pounds, yeah. right? This is Virgin Mornings with Adam Wilde, TJ, and Jax. On 99.9 Virgin Radio. Guys, how do we feel about today's show? Today was a fantastic, beautiful show. <laughs> I had a nice day. I had a nice TJ, day with you. you know what? I did TJ? have a nice day. I, today's show made me feel like, you know when you drink hot chocolate and your first sip, it's not too, it doesn't burn your mouth? Yeah. And you know, it's like the perfect warmth? Yes. That's what today's show oh, felt like. Great. It was like the that. perfect warmth. That's oh, fantastic. Well, it's seven degrees. The perfect warmth will be tomorrow hey. when it gets up to 17 oh my degrees yes. in the middle of almost November. How crazy is that? So anyway, listen, hope you have a fantastic day. Shannon Burns, like I said, up next. And we tomorrow have more money for you with the 10K payday. Uh, Sam, and, Sam and Dames have that to this afternoon as well. Plus more Harry Potter tickets and a yes. brand new ghost. <laughs> Virgin Mornings with Adam Wilde, TJ, and Jax.